One in a million, a million, the one villain. Too hot to be in the kitchen. I'll end up melting the ceiling. I was short. Like, I was short Donald Trump in 2016. Now, I'm not even sure they're going to let him actually get on the ballot, uh, given all of the, the charges against him. I don't know how that works. Uh, nobody. I, yeah, I know. And nobody wants Joe Biden. Either we're going to get a Joe Biden versus Donald Trump 2.0, or we're going to get. Uh, I don't know. I don't see DeSantis doing so well right now. Uh, does, does, do the Dems even have candidates? Uh, no. We got RFK Jr. and we got Marion Will, Will, Williams, I think. That's her name. She's like the... Never heard of any of them. <laughs> uh, RFK Jr. is like the the son of uh, yeah, JFK brother. Uh, Robert F. Oh. Kennedy. Yeah, he's his son. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's crazy. But he got like a raspy voice. He's he's not. I think something happened to him where he, he can't speak like like we do. It, it kind of sounds like this, like uh like a chain smoker for like thirty years. Like, chain smoker, like Nixon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very raspy and uh, it doesn't make well for speeches. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Uh, but Marion well, Wilson, yes, it's not the voice America needs. But the voice America deserves in this time of illness. <laughs> What's going on over there on Germany? Is, uh, how the politics over there? Like, uh, oh God, because uh, Amer the, the, Americans our, don't our, pay attention enough. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, our crazy government uh, pushed a law through that um, says that two percent of our landmass of Germany is to be plot. Planted, plastered with wind turbines. What? Yeah. That's I... fucking insane. <laughs> Man. And that's to, to, to save the environment. Y'all don't use nuclear destroying over destroying nature. Y'all not using nuclear over there? Oh, no. We, uh, Merkel shut that down. Oh. Like, the, the, the nuclear power plants, they were decades overdue. That is, that is out of the question. But... The, um, they should have built new ones with state-of-the-art technology. The problem is nobody wanted to do that mm. because, uh, for one, if you shut down a nuclear power plant and you, you, you deconstruct it, every single part of it, down to the soil it stands on, is considered nuclear waste. So that's expensive. Yeah. Mm. Secondly, secondly, when you build a nuclear power plant, until it amortizes, meaning until it gets out of the red and starts actually printing money, takes about 10 years. Yeah. So hey. that's not an investment you want to make. Hell no. The only country I know can make that type of investment is China right now. China, they, their political class ain't going nowhere, so they can plan long term. Yeah, but I also expect China's power, nuclear power plants to be like just like the Soviet ones that they eventually go boom. Yeah, yeah, but China's very quick at building shit too. Like China will build a railroad like like that overnight, and in America it take us probably twenty years and it still won't get finished. Yeah, right. but those are two those are two stupid extremes. Um, yeah. Do you know about do you, do you know about tofu drags? Uh, nah, that is what uh, the Chinese uh, crap material is called that they build all these skyscrapers and apartment buildings from and their highways. That is basically crap like sandstone. Shit. Damn. So imagine imagine you 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 drive on a highway and suddenly a part of it just, just falls over. 
<laughs> Hell nah. so yeah, you build it. You you build it in a week, but it also only lasts a month. Mm. China was trying to move it to Africa and all these different places, trying to get a foothold in all these multiple places. But apparently China right now, they got two things working against them. I think China is in massive debt as well. And also their population is not like where it needs to be. So uh, I don't I don't necessarily know how oh, yeah, to feel the, about China. And the, the African places that China is in are getting fed up with the Chinese because they are screwing around economically. Mm. Um like um, 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 setting up shops where Chinese import the Chinese goods cheaper because they have the connections mm. and undersell the the Africans selling the same goods, which, of course, pisses off the local population. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think about um, the, the war in Ukraine with Russia? I, uh, I know that. I am not. I, I don't know if, if I if, if in Germany I am allowed to have an opinion on that because we don't have free speech in my country, despite it being enshrined in our constitution due to the atrocities of the Nazis and the communists. Mm. Yet uh, it, it doesn't hold any ground. So yeah. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say uh, something as as outrageous as... Uh, these are two corrupt forces battling each other and we're supposed to let blood for it. Mm. I don't know. You know, that's something I don't know take... if I'm allowed to mention the, the surrogacy, the, the illegal surrogacy <laughs> crap they're doing in <laughs> Ukraine to exploit women to um, give babies to sell them into other countries so that they can have some extra income, which sounds exactly like The Handmaid's Tale, but apparently the mm. feminists like it because hey, now the uh, now, now gay couples can get illegal babies from Ukrainian mothers mm. because they can't, they're not allowed to adopt in their respective countries. And there was a case uh, recently in, in, I think, in the US where then a gay couple tried to sue the company because they sent them an, a girl instead of a boy. And the, the argument was that they, they can't be expected to live with the trauma of having to raise a baby girl. Really? Yeah, it's it's all quite insane. It's absolutely we live in a we live in a cartoon or comic or something. It is the world. If you, the more you know about our world, the more you start believing this can't be real, because it's just too insane. I wanted to be a fantasy author when I was in my teens, and and the more I learned about the world, I thought I I couldn't make any of this up. I I I, I will not become a fantasy author. I am not as creative as reality. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, to be a fantasy author, you need to top reality, and I can't do that. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, like, being an American, I kind of take for granted the, the ability to speak and say exactly how I feel, because, like, I'm just so used to it, right? And, like, if you if you live in a country where literally, like, saying the wrong thing can, like, get you in prison, now, America is becoming much more like that nowadays, where saying the wrong thing can get your life destroyed, you know? Uh, but I think we take that shit for granted. You know. Oh yeah, in Canada, you you apparently lose your license to anything if you criticize the dear leader Trudeau. <laughs> man, I don't know why they keep voting that guy in. Apparently, so many people hate him, but the man is still in office, so he done took all their guns away from him, stripped them naked. Well, he's a socialist. Socialists like to take the guns away from the people they rule over because they don't want the counter revolution. Um. And uh, only to, I think it was Stalin who said, I'm not implying anything. I'm just quoting a socialist from history yeah. who said, it doesn't matter who votes. 
or who has the vote for that uh, in in, in that respect. Over because it doesn't matter who votes. It matters who counts the votes. Yeah, I mean, shit. We we got that whole election fraud situation going on, but I feel like right now we focus more on what happened in twenty twenty with the election mm-hmm. than we focused on exactly what the hell going on in twenty twenty four. Depending on who wins, we're either allowed to criticize the, the, the election or not. Exactly. So it's like... Which which should tell you enough of what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I just feel like, shit, take it or leave it. I mean, uh, we're going to see exactly how this play out. I don't really even know what Donald Trump policies are these days. But, I mean, he's spending most of his time fighting legal battles. But one thing, for sure, once they start locking up political adversaries and stuff like that, who knows what kind of can of... That yeah, well, they're trying to bind his energy because if they if they force him to spend time and energy on that crap, he can't do anything. Uh, he can't spend his time on anything uh, that threatens the the establishment base. Yeah, and that is the thing that that um, is weird about uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, as you uh, mentioned a bit, mm-hmm. because he he does come from establishment money and establishment ties. He does criticize some things, but he seems to try to pander to absolutely everyone. Yeah. And he paid to scrub his Wikipedia page from uh, his ties to the WEF and other such things. So I don't know. I don't know. I would say the, the vibe it gives me is this guy had all either was on board with all of that, whether just for personal exploit, but the ties were there. And that means that everything he now says against that globalist establishment socialist nonsense can mm. just be to fool the voters. Could be. Yeah. Uh I know one thing about it, two things for sure. It ain't changing the outcome of anything at this moment. Like uh I, I think probably eighty to ninety percent of Americans probably already got their mind made up about this type of stuff. And then uh I think who we elect as president means more for foreign countries than it means for us in America, honestly. And yes and no. The world always looks at America's election. Yeah, but I mean, America has a lot of influence around the world. And they have probably the president probably has more influence on what happens outside of the country than he has what happens on the inside of the country because we got Congress and all of our rules and laws that kind of restrict him from making massive changes too fast. Whereas he can send a military in somewhere and do all kind of different shit to yeah. another country, just like that. Yeah, yeah, that that as well, that as well. Yeah. Um, the the other thing is is what I can tell you from the German perspective. Like, it may give, may also give you some insight on on uh, how the U.S. works yeah. by reflection. Is uh, and we are we are basically since around the two thousands since since Gerhard Schröder a socialist run country. Because Angela Merkel, while yeah. she was in this in the Conservative Party, is actually a socialist, and she took the conservatism out of the Conservative Party entirely. Well, well let me um, ask you this though: like, what? This is one of the things I've been thinking about. Like, what exactly does conservative even mean? Uh, I know that it's different in Europe, but even it's different in Germany than it is probably in the UK or some sort, right? It it did mean fiscal conservative, uh, con- uh, yeah, f- fiscal conservatism. Um, yeah. Of family values, Christian values to a degree. Mm. Um, yeah, basically the, the, the general stuff, a bit of law and order. Mm. And, and, and first us, then others. 
and what we have now is the opposite of all of that. Um, mm. the, the Conservative Party does not do any of these things anymore. That is why other parties have sprung up and gained power. But uh, the, the thing I wanted to mention is why it just, just led with this, is we've basically been under, under socialist rule for over 20 years here, mm. is uh, that through organizations like the Atlantic Bridge and other things, our state media and the entire narrative we get through any normal news channels, whether that is newspapers or, uh, or, or television, is when there's a Democrat president, America is awesome. When there is a Republican president, America is the greatest evil of the world and we need to protest and, and take the children <laughs> out of school to protest even more. Down if you do, down if you don't. Uh, I mean, I... no, no, no. It's 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 Democrats good. That is the message we get. Really, and we only get it. We only get the Democrat part message. Is it we never? Let me ask we you. Never do get you... The, we never get the other side of the issue. Do, do you notice a difference, like as far as how America treats Germany when there's a Democrat president versus Republican president, or do you feel no difference? It's just the messaging that changes. Aside from the Nord Stream thing, there's actually not really a difference that I can tell. Mm. Shit. Uh... The previous presidents didn't bomb our energy supply. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, what are y'all in a, a jam? Don't Germany get like most of their oil or some shit like that from Russia? Uh, gas, natural gas. Natural gas. Natural gas. That uh, they now sell to China and India. And we give India and China still to this day uh, about 10 billion euros in developmental aid. We give that to China. We give China billions in developmental aid. Mm. I do, do not ask for, for, ma for making sense. It, it doesn't. And, and these are two both countries that have, that have space programs. Mm. I don't know why they need developmental aid. But so they get developmental aid from us with which they buy... You could, you could argue they buy the gas that then we buy from them and ship it around the world through a horribly chem horrible chemical process that just takes even more, costs even more and, and is even dirtier mm. so that we can still get our gas. And because the gas, getting the gas this way is cheaper from the United States, Mr. Biden is happy. Mm. Ah, shit. I really don't know exactly if Biden is even running, uh, running, the, running the show. You know, uh, yeah. I don't think anyone genuinely believes that anymore. The left has been writing articles where they where they say, "Oh, I, I only want him to to keep going. I mean, he doesn't even need to do anything. He just needs to be physically present." <laughs> they basically know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if you saw the Mitch McConnell. You said you ain't been following politics lately, but Mitch McConnell, uh. It's freezing. Like they interviewing them and asking them a question, he just blanks out and just loses it. Like, and they keep repeating the question, and he just frozen in place. And I'm like, holy yeah. shit! Uh, what exactly are we even looking at right now? And then they went and he got checked in at the, like whatever, and they said he was fine. But I'm like, bro, you you don't just space out for thirty seconds twice in two different separate interviews and you fine. Uh, mm -hmm. We, for some reason, the politicians in our country have found a way to like 
hold on to power despite anything. Uh, and instead of training younger generations to take over, uh, for example, I, I got a question. Like in Germany, I know that when you know Mr. H, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, the the evil guy who you know did all of that stuff. The, the painter from from the other country. Yes, the guy who they should have just let paint, right? Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, apparently he. Uh, there, I, I don't know if it was the Socialist Party, but I think it was the Socialist Party who he basically got rid of when he got in power. He basically just started like maybe well, he got rid of the he just he got rid of the other socialists. Yeah, the other socialists because they claim to be national socialists, right? Uh, but apparently the socialists made their way back up until this point because they run in your country now. The socialists, um. Um, the thing is, it never went. The, the red socialism never went away. What mm. people don't for, or forget or don't even know about East Germany um, was was completely run by socialists. That was part of the Soviet Union, mm. and West Germany still had socialist parties. When the reunification happened, the former Socialist Unity Party that functions more or less the same way that the China Communist Party works. Um, they weren't imprisoned or anything or any trials due to human rights violations happened, like the Nuremberg trials. No, they just formed a new party, which was called a Voting Alternative Social Justice. Wow. And they then merged with the West German uh, hard socialists uh, into the party that is simply called The Left. <laughs> they just call themselves Die Linke, The Left in capital letters. Do they do um, they use the term progressive over there? Yes, of course, of course. That's one thing I never. Progressive just means progressive is just their code word for socialist, so that you don't notice that they are socialists. Yeah, but they they mean something. Oh, we we're for progress. We don't tell you what progress, but progress. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think the word progressive is so misleading because progressing to what? Who determines what progress looks like? You know? Yeah, it's it's deliberate, uh, and and if you look if you if you look into this this whole ideology, it means progress towards the socialist utopia, which is communism. That is where social that's that is where the progress goes to, mm. and anyone who's in the way of that progress is called a reactionary, because you don't want that. You don't want a utopia, therefore you must be a bad person. I mean, do they even want a utopia? Yeah, like, but do they even take the time to actually spell out and define exactly what their utopia is supposed to look like? No, they never do. And that's part of the trick. It's like your religion doesn't tell what heaven looks like because it's incomprehensibly awesome. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I, I, I've always thought about that philosophically. Like, uh, if a person asks me to define conservative philosophy, I, I don't necessarily have a hard time doing that. But when it comes to, like, uh, left pr or progressive ideology or philosophy, I, I can't really put my finger on it. Even uh, You're not supposed to. You're not yeah. supposed to be able to pin it down. That's the whole trick. Again, you can give you two recommendations on if you really want to understand this and, and get a headache. Um, one is um, Thomas Sowell, who probably uh, tells you something, yeah. the name. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote a wonderful um, compilation, a summary of Marxism. It's it's just called Marxism, Philosophy and Economics. Mm. Um in which he, he lays out what is what is 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 uh, claimed 
and what that means. And you can then judge yourself whether that works or not, and it doesn't. Um, <laughs> as well as giving some some background to the, the biography of Marx and some basic history of that. And he does it in a very neutral fashion. Mm. And that is that is what is so what I find so great about him. Even though it, it turns out to be completely complete bogus, he lets you come to the conclusion yourself. The other one is a Polish author, science fiction author of the 50s and 60s. Um, by the name of Stanislav Lem, who wrote probably the best science fiction ever written in my personal taste, eyes, um, but I'm a very weird person. Um, and I have absolutely no clue how he got past the census in the, in the Soviet Union as well as in East Berlin, because the translation I have uh, of his work is from 71 East Berlin. And it is a scathing dissection of all the key socialist beliefs spun mm. to the infinite conclusion where they lead to, but wrapped in a science fiction story. And um, the Star Diaries is the key is the key story for that. And if you read the Star Diaries, if you liked Futurama, <laughs> have you ever watched Futurama? Yeah, here and there. I can never yeah. sit down and watch it all the way through, but like I've seen okay. a lot of episodes. Okay. Yeah, that that kind of that that science fiction setting, those robot designs. Yeah. That is Stanislav Lem. Futurama is, is, is largely inspired by Stanislav Lem and, and his type of humor as well. I always wonder the question of like, if AI becomes intelligent, like if, if we know that AI is conscience, I guess, uh, would it be more responsible if we turned over political decisions to artificial intelligence instead of having like a person leading it? I, I'm not sure, but... Well, if you first off, you must not lobotomize the AI, because if you if you <laughs> give it too many ideological constraints, it will shut down because the ideology breaks the logic. Yeah, and and if an AI is is just a logic operator, and well, if you forbid it to logic, then it can't function. There were some interesting um, incidents with some of the ChatGPT and other. AIs they were they were trying to set up and and put in more of these these uh ideological lobotomizations mm. <laughs> and it broke the it broke the AI and to the point that even when they um rolled back to older versions where they didn't have the the the, the breaking lobotomizations in mm. it still refused to work mm. So the, the the thing somehow whatever I don't know how this happened. This is a weird phenomenon. I mean, I think the, it's uh, the used to work in a previous version. I think it's more so like if you say x equals y, but x also equals t, uh, it's a logical contradiction. X can't equal y, and x also equal t. And if both are true at the same time, then it basically gridlocks the 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 system. You know, uh, it doesn't know it's necessarily if to make x y or t. So it just does nothing. Uh, I, 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 it could be something of the sort. What, what probably would happen is you can train one AI uh, system on conservative ide ideas and policies, and then train the other one on liberal ideas, and then have them compete against each other a million times over and over and over again, trying to hash out between the two what's the best solutions until they come up with some kind of new uh, solutions out of those ideologies they've been given.
I mean, it, it... yeah. The, the thing is, the thing is, so the 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 whole ideological battle is is bullshit because that is exactly what an AI should solve, yeah. and not through throwing <laughs> ideology against ideology, but looking at the world as it is and judge it. And um, they try to do that simply by throwing all the scientific data in that they had, compile well, all the scientific data, and give us answers. And then the scientists were all all shocked because they didn't like the answers the AI was giving because, oh, oh, that's sexist. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, we can't have that. We, we, you must not give us sexist answers. Oh. We don't want to hear that. Give us something that we like. Mm. And for that, I can tell you um, there's a uh, Zen Buddhist. Well, not anymore. He's, 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 he's uh, passed on by now. Um, of the name Taizen Deshimura Roshi, Roshi is the title, um, who summarized socialism in the best way I've ever heard. And that was um, greedy materialism to, uh, yeah, greedy materialism for emotional comfort. Mm. That's why I wonder if the progressives or the socialists will ultimately win. Uh, after all of the disappointments of socialist regimes, you would think that at some point people would give up the the idea, and yet it persists to this day because ideologically it sounds amazing. Who wouldn't want equality? Who wouldn't want equity? Who wouldn't want all of? I don't the want utopia? equity. Equity is horrible. Equity is hell. <laughs> but young and people, even socialists, even socialists wrote about equity being hell. Uh, that was Karl Vonnegut in his short story Harrison Bergeron, um, where uh, all the pretty people had to wear masks that make them look ugly or even had, had disfiguring surgery so that the ugly people didn't feel left out. And, and people who were very athletic had to wear weights that would, that would slow them down. Mm. And all of, all of those things. And the very the intelligent people, they had to have, have an earpiece that at random intervals would, would make a screeching noise that would break their concentration so, mm. so that they wouldn't outperform the dumb people too much. So everybody could <laughs> be equal. Because you can only be equal with everyone by pushing everyone down because you can't uplift everyone. Yeah. So uh that's the that's the whole thing i'm sorry i'm talking so no 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 no. i, I think like a lot of people have the hope that artificial intelligence will create uh enough abundance that where everybody will somehow have all of their needs met but the issue i, I thought i thought resources are limited where does this abundance come from all of a sudden exactly that's what that's what i was getting to is like well if we had the abundance before then abundance should have never been the issue from the get-go but yet uh one thing about it that the goal shift the, 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 they keep shifting the goalpost and it's never enough or it's funny how they'll do a bait and switch. That's why they refuse definitions. That's why they refuse definitions about their goals, about uh, the ideology, about the utopia, mm -hmm. about, and that's why, that's why when you don't have these definitions, you can never say when it's too far because mm. it is never too far. <laughs> oh, that is why Stan, and that is why Stanislav Lem wrote his stories with, if you bring this idea to the to the infinite, if you if you play this out into the infinite again, over and over and over again, what do you get? And he did this with um, cult indoctrination. He did this with um, body modification, mm. with with mind modification. He did this with um, 
the uh, he also he also had a story about um, the well when when do you magically transform into the new thing? <laughs> uh, that's a question you're not allowed to ask. It just makes a sentence in the Gulag Wars. Yeah, there there there's no clear indication of when you've arrived. Uh, it's kind of like yeah, trying it, to separate you, the neck from the head. You never will. You never will. It's a scam. Yeah, yeah. It's like a cult that tells you of salvation. Just, just do the work hard enough for our dear leader, and you will, you will ascend. Yeah. When, when will that happen? Oh, oh, don't ask, don't ask. It, it, it'll come. It'll come. But how intentional? Maybe not do in you... your lifetime. Maybe, maybe in in ten lifetimes. How intentional do you think it is? Like, do you think that uh, the people are nefariously carrying these ideas forward, even though they know they won't work, or do you think they're actually convinced of their ideas and? Despite um, the further to the bottom you go, the more you have people who don't know and don't understand. And they um, have many of them have their hearts in the right places and they want to do the right thing, but they only understand emotional arguments. That's mm. why they follow it. Yeah. The further higher up in the chains you go, the more you will meet not simply narcissists, but outright psychopaths and competent psychopaths. And they know it's a scam. Mm. They know it is only redistribution of power and wealth upwards towards them the top socialists and socialism isn't even its 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 uh, oldest form that's really just what it calls itself for to, for the past 200 years um because you can go through there's a a uh, rabbi by the name of Moses Maimonides who wrote a book called the guide for the perplexed in the 12th century and he complained about these people mm-hmm. and their tactics and um, in China, in the in the second to sixth century BC, um, you have Confucius and Lao Tse and the other scholars of that of that time yeah. complain about so-called dialectic sophists, who, when they get into government, they just con- create confusion in the government and lead to policy that is harmful for the people. Mm. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, I wonder. Uh... Have we reached our political limitations when it comes to like new ideas of how to form or organize societies? Because uh, you would think that somebody would have come up with an alternative besides socialism or, you know, some of the ones we tried in the past at this point. If, if democracy and capitalism is not the best form and we know socialism or communism isn't, then what is? Is there an alternative? I haven't seen anybody produce any alternative forms of thinking when it comes to how to organize political um, capital and things of that sort. Uh, I don't think the ideas are exhausted, but we cannot come up with any and cannot try out any as long as we keep running in this circle of of uh, that that socialism traps us in. Yeah. Where it defines uh, capitalism is bad, so you must vote us, or the <laughs> capitalism, and the capitalism is defined by us. And when we are in power, we do the actual things that we criticize the capitalism of. We need to get out of that trap. Yeah. And, and of course, getting out of a trap like that, a circular trap like that, is almost impossible. I think that. So uh... the, the hard thing is we, need, we must do with all of socialism what we did with the Nazi ideology, which is educate about it in full, in school, and the Democrat Party, 
Mm. All the socialist parties over here in Europe, the green parties, they will not want, they will never want to let that happen. That is why they keep control of the education system, sectors. Yeah. The conservative parties, the first thing is the conservative parties, the Republican Party and such, they need to take control of the education sector. They need to, be, the conservatives need to become teachers and replace the socialist teachers. That is the only way we can take, we can get some control back and prevent the children from being indoctrinated. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think the issue which uh, America faces with the with that is how do you necessarily go about that without prohibiting certain mm -hmm. types of speech or by denying certain types of people in certain positions? You know what I mean? Yeah, the thing is, right now, the socialists are exactly doing that. They are preventing speech. They are preventing people from getting into position because that is what they always do. They only call for free speech and all of these things while they are the underdogs because that's how they get into those positions yeah. by exploiting our generosity and our <laughs> goodness and our principles. Yeah. But socialism must be fought just like the Nazis were fought tooth and nail in every institution mm. and this is a very gruesome thing to say you can do this with 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 soft tools and you should because no sane person wants to get it wants it to get worse than that but as you've already seen in the past years well you have militant groups that put your cities on fire and yeah. They claim they're against racism, yet destroy black businesses, all with, with yeah. absolutely no regard for the owners. Yeah. Uh, they don't account for the human nature aspect of it. Like, it, even when I was locked up, the, there were kids who would get bullied. And then as that kid got older and the bullies left the facility or whatever, then those kids turned around and bullied the younger kids. And it was as soon as you got the moment where you had the power, now it's time to turn back and dish out that power in either the same way it was dished out to you or even more extreme because now you're bitter and mm -hmm. you want some revenge in a, in a sense. I don't necessarily like most of the people that I think identify as socialists in my personal life that I know personally, uh, they don't come off as the type of person who are ill intent or have that kind of grievance to where they want to actually yeah. do harm. But they don't realize that compassion can be can cause sometimes the most harm uh no, not compassion pity so I, I i agree fully with you a lot of the leftists i know they're good they're, they're good people if if everybody was like that there were there would be much much fewer problems in the world the problem is that due to we have to work all day we don't have time to to understand all these issues deeply mm -hmm. so it is the same for that for those people. So they want to do what sounds good that is sold to them. But what the, what the socialists do is they appeal to your pity, maybe your compassion, but mainly your pity, and then tuck you on your heartstrings and drag you on your heartstrings <laughs> over over the over over the field. <laughs> yeah, no. So you think you're doing good, but you're actually just being a foot soldier for something that hmm. will not help the very cause that you think it is supposed to help. Yeah, I, I think that uh, I think Jordan Peterson calls it the overbearing mother or something of that sort. It's like uh, 
the, the plays a role, yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of like I'm like I want to protect you. I want to be there for you. I just want to fight for you. I want to make sure you have everything. But what you're in turn doing is basically crippling that person. You're you're, you're basically uh, preventing that person from developing and understanding the world how it actually works and being able to adjust to it in a proper way. Um, that's why you got so many men nowadays who don't necessarily know how to be men. Uh, and we could argue the fact that socialists take the same approach. It's like, oh, like you said, pity is more like, oh, look at you. You're not good enough to do it on your own or you need help. You're a victim and we're going to take care of you. We're going to do all of this. We're going to make all the wrongs right. And what you end up doing is creating a, a society of people who feel entitled or feel as if like everything is supposed to work out the way that they want it to. Things are supposed to be handed to them instead of working hard for it, applying yourself, understanding that you're not always going to get a yes. You're going to get a no sometimes. You got to deal with that and adjust. Uh, those make strong citizens and uh, they don't want you to be strong. They want weak citizens to rely on yeah. them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anything else, man? Exactly. Anything else before I get back to this video? <laughs> yeah, and they and they and they do the very same thing here. And um, uh, just uh, because I think Dave Gammon uh, in the chat uh, might have misunderstood me, or maybe the mic cut off. Okay. Um, America is only in in the German press. America is only described as the greatest evil ever when a Republican president is in power. Mm. When a Democrat president is in power, America is the awesomest things ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's all. That's all we get. I think we need to if pay more attention English, to that. If you don't know English, you can't. You don't know. You don't know more about about America than that. Yeah, I think we need to pay more attention to what foreign governments or foreign news media is saying about America, and kind of see what the perspective is from the outside. And yeah, you learn a lot about your own country by doing that. Yeah, yeah, man. I appreciate you coming on and chatting with me. Uh, it's great. Sure thing. I I hope I didn't take uh, up too much. Uh, uh, I'm chilling, man. And you know, I I, I get I get into to talking uh, rants. It was good though. Quickly, I hope I didn't drive <laughs> off your audience. <laughs> it was good though. Like uh, I'm here to chill. That's why I added this uh, feature so that people can join you in. Got to, you got to chill and talk about politics. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's 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 difficult. That's really difficult. Yeah, I, used to, uh, I spent like uh, at least like two weeks setting this whole thing up, uh, trying to, you know, I had to learn what I can do and can't do. I'm still learning on how to operate OBS fully, but uh, so far I think I got a, a solid foundation, enough for me to live stream. So, uh, yeah. yeah, but I appreciate you coming on, man. Feel free to jump in anytime. Uh, I got to figure out how to get notified when somebody joined my waiting room so you ain't just sitting there and I'm running my mouth on screen before I let somebody in. Uh, but hopefully I can get my moderators to how, start how doing it. Yeah, how many monitors do you have? Uh, let's see. How many mods do I have? Uh, let's see. That's, that's not too hard to figure out. Nah, I'm about to look right I mean, now. Computer screens. <laughs> uh, right now I got uh, six. Yeah, I got... Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, I am envious. Uh, that that should be enough to have an eye on to to have an eye on on Discord. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing is, I gotta be more active on Discord because, uh, you know. Well, for this, you need, I mean, you just need to keep an eye in the corner of whether something someone's in the waiting room. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna work on it, and yeah, I get the flow of things. But yeah, I'm chilling, and this is kind of what it's like. I wanna. Uh, I don't know. You know the stream of Destiny. Uh, you know, a lot of streamers do this type of stuff. So, 
I'm, I'm trying to try that out. But appreciate you coming on, brother. I'm going to watch this video, and we're going to move on from here. But yeah. uh, good chat. All right. Have a good time. Have fun. And have a good night afterwards. All right, brother. You enjoy your night as well. I'll be talking to you soon. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed the video, subscribe for more. If you would like to get access to exclusive content, consider becoming a member or a patron at patreon.com slash the Hobby Lobby. You can also continue the conversation by joining the Hobby Lobby Discord. You can find all the links in the description below.